<laughs> Morning, Andrew. Morning, Mike. Uh, let's start with net migration, and we have a new record since 2013. Oh, yeah, we have. Look, so I want to talk about uh, uh, this is uh, travel and uh, net migration travel numbers released by Stats New Zealand uh, yesterday. This is for October 21. Now, do you remember about three weeks ago, Mike, we had the promise of uh, changes to, to the border, you know, oh, yes. um, of international travel, you know, uh, no mm. uh, MIQ, home ISA, and that, that was put out there three weeks ago. That, yeah. that, that's only to be cast into doubt yesterday with the announcement now that Cabinet will check in uh -huh. with that decision in early January. So we wait to see that. But some notable and remarkable data here, uh, Mike. We've had net migration gains since June 2013. Now we're seeing net migration loss. So latest estimates show a provisional net loss of just over 1,700 people in the year ended October 21. So recall the hermit kingdom description. Um, also note the current labour market situation. I mean, unemployment levels are now at very, very low levels, uh, such low levels that I think they're going to start to generate capacity constraint issues and potentially unsustainable wage cost increases because we are not importing people anymore. Now, the government is making some exceptions to the current border restrictions, but it seems to be sort of reactive piecemeal attempts to put out fires of discontent in badly affected sectors like the tech industry rather than a sort of coordinated policy response. So you had actually had a net loss of 1,708 people in the 12 months to the end of October. October itself saw a small gain, but what you normally see, Mike, is you normally see an annual net migration gain of non-New Zealand citizens and a net migration loss of New Zealand citizens. And that's been the pattern for about 40 years, but the last two years we've reversed that. It's gone completely the other way around. And consider these numbers. I'm telling you in those 12 months we lost 1,708 people. Go to 2019, we were up almost 64,000 in that same 12-month period and up almost 56,000 to October 2020. So it's a significant adjustment. It will affect or it is affecting the supply of labour and eventually the demand for housing and services and things like that as well. So important stuff happening, Mike. Indeed. The latest house price data, what do you reckon? Yeah, so this is REINZ uh, house price uh, sale data. Now, there are a number of measures of house price movements. We've got a number of different data series, CoreLogic do them, uh, QV do them. Historically, the REINZ has been one of the most widely followed. Now, November numbers released yesterday. I suppose the mantra, the question here is whether the surge in house prices that we've seen through sort of 2020, 2021, whether that will slow in 2022, and I'm thinking that that's looking quite likely, probably quite healthy as well, actually. But that sort of fear, that FOMO, that fear of missing out, that appears to be sort of dissipating a little bit. And you've got more listings, listings up 9%, so the supply side pressure is easing. But when you look at it, house price growth in the last 12 months is still very robust. Uh, National House Price Index up 27%. I think we have seen that over 30. Still very strong medium prices, uh, slightly different calculation on medium price, but it's up 23.8%. Look at that in real numbers. That means the medium price has gone from 747000 a year ago to now 925000 You take Auckland out of the system, so you get the take the anomaly of Auckland, and they've gone from 615 to 775,000. Those are all record numbers. The monthly increase is still a pretty eye-watering 3.7%. 
Auckland, you've got a median price now, 1.3 million bucks. Now, I've talked before um, with Hosk about the headwinds, finance, it's getting harder to get, interest rate increases, you've got this lack of migration, not as many people coming in, you've got more supply coming onto the market next year. I think that will all act to moderate these price rises. Super quick, Andrew, uh, the Services Performance Index from the BNZ, um, yeah, can takeaways? Yeah, contracting 46.5, so service interest still battling. Uh, yet another illustration of the macro numbers looking good, but at micro level there are issues, uh, some signs of improvement, but manufacturing services, uh, they both suggest the bounce in GDP in, quarf, in Q4 will be moderate. Okay, and some numbers. 36,000, oh, 35,659 on the Dow. Gosh, get that right. Down 3.11 points. Uh, the S&P 500, 4676, down 36. Uh, NASDAQ 15,463 down 167. FTSE 100 7231 down. The Nikkei 28640 that's up 200 points. Shanghai Composite 3681 up 15. The ASX 200 gained 26 yesterday 7379. Uh, we were up 144 points on the NZX 50 yesterday, which is very good, up 1.12%. 12,994 currencies. Kiwi dollar lower, 0.6754 against the US, 0.9485 Aussie, 0.5979 Euro, 0.5106 pounds, 76.60 yen. Gold, $1,788. Brent crude, $74.78. Fantastic. Thanks, Andrew. We will talk later in the week. Andrew Kelleher from jmiwealth.co.nz.